It's hard to get into the mood, right? You, you gotta, you gotta ramp up a little bit. It's hard, and you know, last time we were, you know, talking in your office, and it was like a nice ambiance, and we turned the lights off, if right. you remember. So, I, <laughs> I remember because it was because it was like a zombie film outside. <laughs> so yeah, I remember it. Yes, I remember it. it. Yeah. Uh, uh. You know what's funny about this time period? Hmm. It's that like uh, outside. It just looks amazing out there. Oh, it looks it's so good. Yes, the sun is just mocking us with its beautiful rays and its like Ugh. cloudless skies. It's beautiful. Actually, the I, right now downstairs, our downstairs neighbors are playing basketball in the driveway. So with face masks? No, are they doing face masks. No, uh, they're not really mm, so following any of the protocols, as far as I can tell. Yes, I've uh, I've heard a little bit of I've seen a little bit of that myself uh, here and there. Yeah, on my various car drives to my yes. essential activities. Yes, yes. Yeah. Do you get instantly furious? Does it make you furious, or are you just like ah, people, right? Like a like here and there, like for for the boat, and also like you know, uh, you know, it's a bunch of teenage boys. So, in the one sense, you know, that's that's hard enough on the family to just be raising to, to be raising them in the first place. So it's, it's like raising a warthog. You know what I mean? It's just uh, it's right. Like, no, exactly. No matter you know. what you do, it's gonna break into shit. Yeah, I know. Right, and here I am from my you know upstairs tower, where all I have to worry about is a snake. And it's like just not the same, so I don't feel like I can judge. Well, but. from what I can tell, that snake is actually kind of a workload. Dude, that, that snake doesn't seem like an easy workload to me. Truly not. Although today he finally uh, he shed, which is great. He hasn't been uh, eating any of his uh, little little mice that we dangle for him, just because. Um, he's been waiting to shed, but he's also getting skinny. So it's like, come on, baby. You know, order of operations. Yeah. Do you need to maybe make the, the 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 mice parts a little bit more lively? Does it does he need a little song and dance with his meal? Yeah, I mean, we like when you're when you lower it into his cage, you're supposed to you know wiggle it like it's still alive. So, <laughs> so we always do that. So, how does that work? How does that work? Do you just uh, you put it on like wires or something? No, you have a we have tongs. You just use um. Uh, uh, there's like a special pair of tongs. They're just like metal. I see. Metal wire tongs. I see. Yeah. The reason it's, you can't use so your it's... fingers is because he will start to associate your fingers with food. And so, you know, when you reach into right. the cage, you don't want him getting curious. Yeah, I understand. Uh, I see exactly that problem. It's the problem everyone has with snakes in the first place. <laughs> so, yeah, I understand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole, uh, the whole biting yeah. thing. Um, so, so my imagination about how you're feeding your snake is way better than what you're actually doing. It sounds like probably. I mean, next time, next time you come yeah. over, next time you're allowed to come over, uh, and if it's feeding time, right. I'll I'll give you a little peek into nature's uh, nature's yeah. genius, nature's wonder. Nature's during, wonder. It'll be during Trump's third term. Oh. Uh, although I don't want to be gloomy. I know. I don't want to be gloomy. I, 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 but I. It is kind of a fun game to me to like try to predict how long we're all gonna be like this. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I don't know I why, know. but I like to be like eight months. Put some. I want to like. I want to start a. I want to start one of those uh, pools. You know what I mean? Where <laughs> everyone can select a square for when the quarantine ends, yes. and then you just get some money at the end of it. Because uh. that's a day everybody wins, Maggie. 
That's a day everybody wins. Everyone wins. The day that quarantine's finally over. Oh my god, I can't. I cannot wait. Like I, I like I don't really believe in extrovert introvertisms. I think that's you know a little like reductive or whatever. But oh my god, sure. I so miss being around people, even people I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Like crowds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ugh. Yeah. But I mean, after this, we're all just going to go up and kiss strangers. It's going to be amazing. There's it just going to be, be like. amazing. I do think there's like a next wave of like brotherly love coming since we've had it. Oh, my God. Taken away yeah, from yeah. us. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be like the last day of Woodstock where everyone was like, who gives a shit? There's so much <laughs> yes. mud. Let's just do whatever. Whatever. Who gives a shit? Yeah, I think uh. that's right. So uh, how are you actually doing? Uh, just to just to move into our check-in a little bit. Yeah. How you doing? How uh, you doing, buddy? How's Will? How are you? How's world? How's good? It's good. I mean, it's just hot. Like I guess I'm a person that you know, like feeds off like excitement and energy, and um, yeah, uh, and just the fact that like you know nothing can be happening uh, in a way. These are always good lessons for me because it does make me concentrate on actually what does make me happy, which is, you know, like my relationships and, you know, the real things. Um, sure. Right. You know, the the essentials. Uh, so that's always nice. And I, and I feel like most often it's a reminder that I need. So in some ways it's good in other ways uh yeah like i you know like i care a lot about my career and i i like you know fun competition and i like you know being able to pitch myself for things and have for that to not exist really it's you know just uh, a lot of it's tough yeah yeah or, uh, how are you? How are you coping with it? What are you doing to cope with it, other than uh, you know, just random naked pictures on Instagram and Twitter <laughs> and such? Uh, <laughs> great question. Uh, I am doing. I'm doing a. <laughs> that was my only strategy, and it's worked so far. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, uh, no, I like. I, I'm doing a lot of writing. We're doing a lot of film marathons. Yeah. Um. Uh. Like, luckily, like, I, I'm a lot further along uh, with, like, my video essays than I would normally be probably at yeah, this yeah. time. So that's fun. Um, playing Animal Crossing, having movie nights with friends. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Animal Crossing. We're going to have to have a little chat about that, I think. We'll have a chat about that. But uh, but what about you? How is, how, how, let's do your check-in. How, how are you feeling, oh, thank my friend? Thank you. Um, uh, this is not bothering me as much as I think it's bothering other people. Um, and I, I, until I was, yeah, I know until I was like early thirties, I thought, man, I'm the extrovertist. Right. Um, and then like the last 10 years, I've just gotten more and more like, you know, like I'll just kind of be in my room all day and like, uh, pretty happy with my media. Yeah. And, uh, you know, with phone calls and then, you know, once or twice a week I'll hang out with somebody. Yeah. Um, so it's not killing me the same as it's killing other people. Mm -hmm. Um, and therefore I'm trying to be more thoughtful about, uh, amplifying in my mind how people are feeling. If that makes sense. You know? Right. Right. Like, like, oh, they must feel like, cause I, cause I don't feel the way I think a lot of people say they're feeling about it. Um, Right. So... Yeah, 
uh, and that's the thing actually I do a fair bit is like sort of like, I don't feel the way they feel about this, but I'm going to imagine how that is and act as if it's like that. Uh, I don't know. If, do you do that? Do you imagine other people's feelings? I do that a lot. I do that a lot, actually, but it's to a point where now I have to stop myself from over-investing in other people's feelings above my own. So, <laughs> like, yeah, I, th- I, I think that. about it, but I can't afford to, like, I mean, I, yeah, I, I think about it. But mostly I think about, like, how lucky I am in comparison. Like, I'm with Will. I have friends that, you know, can't be with their partners. Right. Like, right. So uh, in that regard, you know, I feel like pretty lucky and like uh, I do have trouble concentrating on things, but, you know, nothing is. Yeah, I hear that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. But um... I mean, I've also I've also had work this whole time. So I and that I am very grateful for. Right. Um, But it's been I've actually been working a lot. Uh, so it's not hmm. been super different other than like, instead of being at a, at a abandoned warehouse full of zombies, like we were last time, uh, right. I'm now just doing it from my computer. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> so like a, uh, the closest I've ever been to a resident evil, uh, situation. <laughs> uh, and I loved it. I felt you ready to, to get, fight. Yeah. You need to get closer to a resident evil. I think, I feel like that needs to be in your life. Cause I think you would really like it. Probably. I genuinely I think you would like that. I love Resident Evil. Yeah. It's my favorite game franchise. Yeah, it's great. I just played through the third one and uh, streamed a lot of it. And it Ooh. was a very, it was a, it's a great game to stream, by the way. Just a really good, like, fun exercise to stream that game. Interesting. Um, speaking of which, I think we need to, I think we need to have our Animal Crossing talk. Uh, I, I've alluded to it already once on this podcast. Yeah. But I think it's time to talk about Animal Crossing. Okay, so, great. So, how... How's, how's Duck Isle? Tell me how Duck Isle is doing. Uh, Duck Isle's doing great. We na- uh, currently, I'm building a gym uh, in yeah. my town, uh, which is fun. I love decorating. Uh, I love it in real life, and so I also love it in this game. Uh, so I'm getting a, mo- a lot of mileage out of that. Uh, I have stopped fishing altogether because I'm so sick of getting fucking eggs. Eggs. Yeah, eggs. fuck the eggs. I know. Fuck yeah, the, the eggs. eggs are the worst. It, the eggs, the eggs are going to be over on Bunny Day, which uh, just to mark this moment in history is tomorrow. Correct. <laughs> uh, the the day the bunny came back from the, <laughs> the dead, or whatever, whatever that holiday is supposed to be. Right, right, right. Uh, and then I, I'm hoping it's like, yeah, I finally catch enough loaches to get tired of the fish, because I can't even get tired of the fish because there's so many eggs. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. hate them so much. Yeah. Uh, so what's your what's your what's your star number now on your island? Just Ooh, briefly. Uh, I think. What it's, do you, how how is it rated? It is. I think it's up to a three. I think I need to plant Damn. more flowers uh, and do some yeah, other yeah. stuff. So yeah. What about you? So what's yours you up had, to? Have you? Mine's up to three, which is insane because I've done nothing. Interesting. Uh, have you had the dog concert yet? Yes. Yeah, yeah, because so so we've beaten the game. That's the that's the point I wanted to get to is that like, yeah, like so once you get the dog concert, the game is over, uh, and then it's like yeah, now you can just you know basically do whatever you want, uh, you know, try to get a five or fucking don't, uh, get more fish or, you know, get another lion, kick the lion you got off, whatever, yeah, you know, yeah. It, it's very like unstructured after that, 
that made me feel like uh, maybe Gansmania has reached its zenith. Like maybe that's it for Gansmania. I know. I know. I really need objectives. I genuinely need them. Interesting. Well, do you like to create your own objectives in games or you just you like to complete the task which has been given to you, therefore a sense of fulfillment? Honestly, yeah, I like and I don't know why I'm a filmmaker and have this answer, but that I just want to do the thing the game was designed to do. Yeah. And that's it. I don't want to sit there and and like imagine a cool town. Interesting. Because I don't. I don't care. I like uh that's why right. I did I mean my whole premise was anti island <laughs> since the true. very beginning of this. That's true. You know? Yep. Anti colonialism. Uh, so like, right. So like why didn't they don't have anywhere near enough like skull and crossbones or like, you know, like uh gibbets or anything like that mm-hmm. uh for for my taste. So like <laughs> I can't really do what I want to do. Right. Uh I'm good. I'm worried that might be the end for me, Maggie. Is that a bummer? Are we losing a thing together? No, that's fine. I mean, <laughs> as if you're my only Animal Crossing friend. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> right, that right. You're probably loaded down with with uh, many islands. I've only been to two other people's islands. It's yours and Stars. Uh, oh. So you know, I just want to check in before I cut off half of my island time. <laughs> It's like, and for me, like I, you know, I, I like so many other aspects of the game, uh, and like I said, decorating and crafting is something that I like, and there's just a lot to, you know, do in that regard. So that's that's basically what the game is. It's and like, like there's like a forty hour basically like here's a bunch of objectives that's sort of a long tutorial, but hopefully you like kind of cutesy limited Minecraft because that's ultimately what it is. Right, right. Um, and I have i don't like Minecraft. Uh, I've tried a hundred times. I don't like it. Yeah. Um, it I don't, doesn't, really, it I doesn't don't like it either. The, but but this version you do like. Yes. Uh, yeah. I mean, but also for me, there's like a large nostalgia factor for Animal Crossing because I, you know, grew up with the original game for GameCube, so. And I understand. And I, I, far be it from me to shame you, Maggie. Uh, you should enjoy this game. I wish I could like it enough to put in another 45 hours, but I did get 45 <laughs> hours out of it. That's a lot, you know? That's a lot. That's a lot. And also, you and always know have it. So if you ever feel the inkling. That's true. You, yeah. That's true. So I can go... <laughs> While we're still stuck indoors, I can imagine what winter is like someplace <laughs> this September, or November, or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I can be like, mm, that must be what it's like out there. Beautiful. Uh, beautiful. <laughs> it is a very, like, there is a kind of, like, underlying cynicism to the game, right? Where it's like, or at least I'm bringing a little underlying cynicism to it, where, <laughs> where it's like this super happy, beautiful world in the middle of just a catastrophe of an yeah. existence right now. Yep. Just uh, what a what a snarky little wink Nintendo gave us. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, do you want to talk about our prompt today? <gasps> Let's talk about it. Should we do? Yeah, yeah. Uh, should we do yours first since we, we did can. mine first last time? We can. That would be fine, but I do want the audience to know what the prompt is. Yes, that's uh, true. Although they've clicked, they've clicked on a title, but uh, this one was your idea, and I really liked it. Mm-hmm. So maybe give me your summary for it real quick. Yeah, so this is uh, the album that I could live in. Um, yes. It, yeah, and basically it's, 
you know, it's it's maybe not your favorite album, but it is the album that you could surround yourself musically. Like if this music was tangible, uh, you could live in it, you know. Uh, so yes, that's an interesting yes. definition. I I like that definition because that that was a big part of the exercise for me. Was like, I wonder what she thinks this means because I have an opinion about what it means. Interesting. Um, okay, what to, do you think it means? Great question. Thank you. So, uh, <laughs> to me, I took this prompt to mean what is music that uh, will will continue to mean something to you. Oh. And express who you are over the rest of your life. You hope. Interesting. Uh, because, to, because, like, I don't want, like, I didn't. I intentionally didn't, like, even think about picking my favorite pop music or whatever. Right. Because right. that's that's dumb to me. It's dumb. I I I, <laughs> I didn't see any reason to like like. Hey, man, let, let's just take the greatest hits of the Beatles and like, man, what a great life it'll be. Like I right. was like, no, no, I want music that expresses me some, and like also I think is like a nice little box for me to 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 express what I hope is the range of who I am for the rest of my life. Yeah, uh, and and I I thought as did you that it was going to be as simple as like, oh, I know what record it is, and then I spent like an entire Saturday listening to records trying to figure it out, uh, and sent you a playlist. Did you did you even listen you to the playlist I sent you? I went to it. Yeah, we actually we listened to it uh, a couple days while ago while cooking because we usually listen to uh, to music while we cook. It's great stuff. I'm actually surprised how much our musical tastes overlap, except for this specific case, which we'll get into. <laughs> oh my god, I love that already. Oh, woo. oh wow, oh, man. Uh, but the wow. one thing that one thing that you said about the prompt, which I which I also felt was like the need to pick an album that uh, had a like basically had a a variety of expressions of how I feel often, you know, like a good sampling of yeah. feelings that yeah. I often feel. Uh, yeah. So you so that that was a part of how you interpreted this prompt. Yes, the part the part about um you know it needing to self reflect you uh but for me I think yeah, it yeah. was yeah because like you know the thing the thing that like would surround me that would feel like me if that makes sense yes yeah yes that's no that's a perfect summary of it that's exactly yeah. it so so <laughs> I'm already disappointed to hear your response but I'll I tell mean, the no, audience no, no. what I picked uh I picked after much argument. Uh, uh, I picked 2007's uh, "In Rainbows" by Radiohead mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, as as uh, the record I could live in. Which, by the way, is my fourth favorite Radiohead record. It's not even my number one or even wow. close. Wow! I can't uh, wait to hear number one. I'm so yeah. Okay, computer is my number one. Okay, uh, but it's very close between that and Kid A. Are you like Are you a Radiohead fan? Because you'd said you never heard no. this, so. Well, okay, so my uh, I have never listened to Radiohead probably ever Whoa. in my life. Besides Whoa. their, you know, their music that I've heard, but you know, their big songs. I- I've never had a friend that was into Radiohead. All I really Whoa. know is the stereotype of someone being into Radiohead. <laughs> oh, please tell me what that is. I'm so pumped to hear that. Yeah, like so. Please so, tell me that. My impression of Radiohead and this because Radiohead came up 
uh, way before like my musical scene or, you know, like when I was a teenager. Totally. Um, yes. So by, by, yeah. So by the time that I was listening to, you know, what would be considered like alt music, yada, yada, Radiohead had already happened. So the only people that I know who are really into Radiohead uh, are much older than me. Um, uh, Ouch, but sure. <laughs> I mean, not like much older. Than like you know, like one, what? Like okay. we're, we're removed by like you know one musical, you know, teenage taste, basically. Uh, so yeah, and that's... so I and and it's never been like pushed upon. Like you know, I've never dated anyone that's like you know, or that was like super into Radiohead. Uh. So yeah, I like I remember when OK Computer came out. I remember people talking about it, but I don't remember any of the specifics. Um, and yeah, there, at least for me, there's like this the the unsaid joke of like, oh, if someone's really into Radiohead, like, uh, yeah, I don't even really know what the end of that joke is. Is how far I'm removed so they're from like, it. They're like sad boys, or they're like old, or they're old sad boys, or not, wh- not even sad boys. I would say it's just any, someone who's into Radiohead. Like, uh, it's it almost like yeah, they were just like into alt before our generation. Is kind of like the implication. Well, that's probably right. Although I think it's fair to say though that Radiohead is. It can't really be considered alternative music because right. uh, at least in terms of rock music, like as that, that whole genre, it's pretty tough to make a case there's a bigger band in the world than Radiohead over the last 20 years. Like yeah. That's pretty, that's a, I don't know who you, I mean, like other like nostalgia acts probably make more money. Like I'm sure Rolling Stones make more money and I know mm-hmm. U2 probably makes more money, but they're right. not bigger because they're not making new music that matters. And Radiohead, right. I think you can say they still are, because uh, I think Moonshape Pool, which came out like three years ago, is still a meaningful record. Uh, they're not making the cutting edge music anymore, but they were for right. probably 20 years. Uh, so I don't know what that means. I don't know what alternative actually means now. Uh, right. If that's not, if that's supposed to be alternative, because it's like, so all rock music because mm-hmm. I don't, you know what I mean? Every Everything's influenced by them now, which is kind of why I didn't want to pick them, because it's like, this is like the most mainstream rock band I listen to now. Um, and, I mean, other than U2, but I consider them an old band at this point. Right. Uh, so I, like, resisted it for a while, but In Rainbows is such a, is such a mature, grounded record, and it has a lot of sincerity on it, which is not what you would think from a band like Radiohead uh, that's mostly about anxiety. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a lot of sweet uh, sincerity on the record, and I kind of want to be like that. Like, I kind of I want to be able to be like that as I get older. Right. You know? Um, and so it was hard to, like, whereas, like, you know, if I had picked OK Computer or Kid A or something... I feel like that's a lot more of an angry choice, right? And right. Uh, I don't, I don't want to be angry my whole life, you know. Uh, yeah. I, I'd like to leave the anger I have behind if I can. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though it's, you know, I know, you know how you get like romantic about your anger and cynicism at a certain point in your life. I don't know, twenty four. You know, you start to get like, like it's like cool and sort of like you, you sort of nurse it like it's a like it's a cool identity thing. Does that make sense to you? Uh, 
it makes sense to me. I don't think I I ever did that. Anger is a very complicated emotion for me. <laughs> no, fair enough. It's not as complicated yeah. for me. Uh, so, but like as I've gotten into my mid and late thirties, it's I've it's just like, yeah, it's just making me do things I don't want to do. Uh, right. You know what I mean? Like it's just making me see the world in ways I don't want to see it. Right. Um, right. And I think I think in some ways Radiohead also came to that conclusion. Like, I think In Rainbows is a little bit that conclusion. And Mm -hmm. I liked that about the record. Uh, So, yeah. So, can I, I guess to to talk about this meaningfully, because the audience isn't going to be able to, like, hear the record. um, I think it's kind of fun, before I say more, to get your impression of it and sort of why you think I picked it. Yeah. You know what I I mean? Like, like, do do your projections. (laughs) I mean, as I was listening to it, um, it did remind me a lot of you. So in that regard, I really liked it. Uh, I the the moments that you're talking about that are more like have more levity. Like I think their first song is very uh, upbeat. Um, it is, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, which I think is a fun introduction. Uh, and I honestly, I could almost like feel that like oh, like this is. I think this is what Adam like. Like, this is a feeling that uh, you would strive to want, you know, that kind of, like, lightheartedness, upbeat. Uh, yeah, it felt like the, for the most part, the album felt both aspirational, but also very grounding. The parts were, you know, it was, like, slightly, like, psychedelic, cacophonous sounds uh, was very, those are very fun to ride out. Um, Yeah, Yeah. I, none of the lyrics stood out to me, so I guess I'm, and I meant to actually read up some Lyric Genius, which is my favorite website. I love reading lyrics on Lyric Genius. Hell yeah. Um, But I did it mostly because I, you know, I guess I just wanted to hear the record. Um, uh, but yeah, those were like my main takeaways. I think from maybe what you're saying about like so many people were influenced by them. Sometimes I listen to Radiohead and it kind of doesn't feel groundbreaking to me in it, oh, if sure. that makes any sense, because it's like, sure. well, I've already heard this and whether, you know, they did it first or whether, you know, they pulled from similar bands that, you know, I like from, you know, like the Pink Dots and yada, yada. Like, yeah. So so part of it, sometimes I would find myself listening to it and be like, yeah, like I, I you know, I guess I, I, I understand the song or, yeah, the song feels nice to sit in. Uh, I, I, for some parts, I couldn't really tell, like, the feeling it was trying to imply. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. right. That's that. I love that you're saying that because that's totally right. Uh, yeah. Keep going. So, um, yeah. So there were some parts where I felt like I couldn't connect to what was happening in the album. Either it was because it was something I had already heard before, or because it was. Uh, I couldn't exactly tell what they were feeling or it was a transition between like one of their poppier songs to like a more somber moment, Um, which actually I, I, you know, all the transitions I really liked. Uh, Yeah. 
So yeah, those were my like so, broad takeaways. But for large swaths of it, uh, I was very happy picturing you being happy listening to the music or being very uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or being very like uh, uh, pensive um, or you know yeah. uh, or even just like sitting and taking in the music. Uh, yeah. like thinking about you listening to it made me very, very happy. So that's very, that's very sweet. Uh, yeah. <laughs> honestly, one of the sweetest things people have ever said about me. It's very nice. Oh, uh, that's very true. No, I know. I, I love that. So, uh, do you mind if I say a few words about the record? Yes. Before yeah, I, I I'm, get into yes. all the soul parts. I have a couple of soul parts that I uh, want to talk uh, about, but yes, please. I, which I knew, I know you knew that. Uh, so, um, this record came out in 2007 and it was, it was the first record Radiohead came out with that was not for capital. Like they had, they, they were an independent band because mm-hmm. their deal with capital had expired. And the thing that's like kind of been forgotten about it, but was really uh, incredible uh, was that it was a pay what you want record release. So they literally said, whatever you want to pay for it, go for it. And, uh, and you can download it. And um, so there were people who paid like a thousand dollars because they were grateful. And then like a a bunch of us paid $1 or (laughs) I think I paid, I think I paid 10 because I liked Radiohead and I was like, you deserve my money. Right. Um, right. (laughs) And the thing that's so cool about it is that um, Radiohead has kind of basically they've had two major pivots in my opinion as a band. Mm-hmm. Um, they're f- they're f- they sort of culminated as a rock band in OK Computer, and uh, basically everything after OK Computer sounds like OK Computer, and nothing before it does. Uh, and mm. there's a great documentary out there for people if you want to watch it called Meeting People Is Easy where you watch the band on tour after they released OK Computer and the world is literally calling them the greatest rock and roll band ever over and over and over and they melt down. They legitimately melt down because they can't handle it. Uh, And it's awesome. It's a very disturbing sort of sad record or sad movie because they're they're very depressed because of it. Yeah. And you, you see the seeds of Kid A like you see them writing the songs that became Kid A, which is their big first pivot, and it's incredible. And mm-hmm. um, I will, I will never in my whole life forget the moment that I first heard Idiotech. I'll never forget it because I'd never heard anything like it, and it was like, oh my god, I can't believe music can sound like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was like my friend who's a drummer, Steve Elkins, is like, dude, you got to hear the new Radiohead record. Um, he's also a documentary filmmaker, and he's released some cool stuff. You guys should check him out. Um, anyway, so you can't have all those feels because you didn't have those moments and I totally get it. And Radiohead is kind of a Gen X, uh, and old millennials band. Like there, Mm. there isn't that band. I don't think for like the younger millennials and Zen and Zeds, you know, do you have a band like that? That's like, my God, this is us. Do you have that band in your life? Uh, I, for millennials, like. This band is us. Uh, probably. I mean, I don't think any. I mean, like, is it Imagine Dragons? Do you just like that's me? Bleh, no, I, I don't think I, anyone I, listens to that. I know. I was just getting <laughs> Imagine, Imagine Dragons, Dragons is whatever. I mean, like, is it well, the Kaiser Chefs? <laughs> well, I mean, anyway, like, keep going. 
well, like, what, so is, like, for your generation, is Radiohead the best, like, rock band, you would say? Yes. Like, they define. Yes, unequivocally. Yes. Uh, like, like, and and if you want to see, you want to see this in writing so you know it's not Adam's opinion, go to oh, Pitchfork. Oh, no, no, I know. That's actually what is so confusing to me about Radiohead is that so many people do say that they're the best band. And when I listen to it, I have never gotten that impression. <laughs> I understand. Yeah. yeah. Well, but also you said you hadn't you hadn't listened to him too much, right? Uh like have you ever listened to Kid A or OK Computer? Have you ever listened That's to those two records? I mean like uh like Karma Police is one of the first they were, you know, they were on Now One, so like that song I know by yes. heart and like bits and pieces, um fake plastic trees. Uh Right, right. That's that's from the bends. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know what the experience would be like for you, Maggie, because like I can't undo the neural pathways I formed when yeah. I was twenty two. But like, uh-huh. I can tell you, the first time I listened to OK Computer start to finish, and the first time I listened to Kid A start to finish, were both two of the best listening experiences I ever had. Um, and it's not, it, it's not close. Um, I like the first time I listened to Yankee hotel Foxtrot was like that. Mm-hmm. Um, the first time I listened to, uh, you and me by the Walkman was like that, but Ooh. there's not a lot of, I love that record. There's, there's just not a lot of records that are that emotionally captivating to me. And I'm older than you. And, uh, so you, you, there's nothing that can be done to replace that. But I would say that the thing that's wonderful about In Rainbows is it's their second pivot. Um, yeah. In Rainbows is like we're we're done being this sort of band about despair, and we're now making music that we love that's rock music again, and it's right. where we are again, and that is a really cool moment that only a few bands ever get to do. Right, um, right. Like you, you, you too did that, and with the 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 record with "Beautiful Day" was basically the same pivot, and right. and I would say Rio had hasn't made a great record since then. I'd say uh, "In Rainbows" was their last great record, in my opinion. Um, Ooh. Yeah, yeah, I think they've made uh, some good songs and some good. Like I, I liked "Burn," uh, "Burn the Witch," and I liked "Moonshape Pool." But I mm-hmm. don't think it's great. I think In Rainbows is great. Um, yeah. Anyway, sorry, I'm talking a lot. Did uh, no, is, is any of that scan for you at talk. all? Does 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 literally any of that scan for you? Do you, did you feel any of those feels, or is it more just like this is music that's fine? Uh sometimes I think you know what I think that it is is that I I think. Uh, like we said before, like anger is a complicated emotion for me, and uh, yeah, having a record that is like you said, like it's a, t- I could tell that there were pieces of like, no, like let's just have fun. I think that is the mind the mindset that I've decided very early on in my life I was gonna have, uh, because I. I think, like, my, you know, like, I had, like, depression, like, very early in my life. And so I think I made a very conscious decision, uh, even Mm. around, like, middle school, high school, that I can't let that, you know, decide things for me. Uh, Yeah, yeah. So since that, you know, and then hearing, like, adults singing the same, you know, almost – feeling like they're coming to the same thing and you know me being like a young teenage girl it just kind of felt like 
been there, done that. It's like in an odd way sure. that I can't really sure. put my finger, which is also speaks to like sometimes when I listen to the music, I it sounds familiar because uh, interesting because well also because I had a large reach and influence. Um, but I think also right. because it feels like a thing that I have already gone through in a weird way. Um, yeah. So, so, you know, so it's just like such a different, uh, experience that like, I think what, when I feel like I'm listening to it, I feel like it's, it's almost telling me a thing that I already know instead of learning something new, which is comforting. And I really like it. Uh, that's interesting. But, but it's almost kind of like, you know, it feels it feels more like it's more useful to you as nostalgia than as a current expression of where you are. Yeah, 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 and yeah, yeah I th- I would think that's for sure it. Um, so yeah, and also part uh, of me wonders like would it would I feel differently if it was like uh, you know a female singer versus like you know oh, a radio yeah, for head. sure you would. Right, of course and it's you like, would. You know, Why, how how couldn't you? I mean, you know what I mean? Like, uh, right there. And, and, uh, I mean, I would hope that one day, you know, when we're both old, uh, that, that uh, those differences will become either more pronounced and therefore more accessible to everybody or non-existent. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, like we'd have sort of both. And I mean that musically, not gender wise, right. musically that, that, that right, there would right. be either more, more diversity and therefore, uh, those kind of feelings would be accessible to everybody, or, mm-hmm. um, or there'd be sharper, more interesting moves and pivots to create those kinds of unique niches like that. Um, anyway, yeah. so can I tell you a little, just just a little bit about uh, why this record? Yes, please. Then, I I love hearing you talk about this record. I I feel bad, you know, not like don't I don't feel bad about my opinions, but I no, I shouldn't. love hearing you talk about it because it shines such a light on it in a way that I just simply cannot. <laughs> That's okay. That's fine. So, um, the this record came out in two thousand seven, and that was the fourth year from when I had been sort of. Uh, when I'd left the church and left my right. career as a pastor and um, I didn't have anything that I was looking forward to for all of those years. Uh, oh. Like all four of those years were, um, they were just sort of getting by yeah. and there was no, there was just no vision for what to be. Mm-hmm. And um, I got really, really into music uh, around this time period. And I like, you know, this is when I started buying every record ever. And like, mm-hmm. I, I just was really into it. And this release, I remember shutting the door to my office. Cause I was a, I was a, <laughs> I was a supervisor of like this whole staff at the court that I worked at. And, mm-hmm. uh, because, so I didn't want them to like hear everything I was doing, but basically I just shut the door for an hour and listened to the record. And, um, there were two songs that stood out to me. And uh, one of them was All I Need, which is the fifth song on the record, and it's the darkest song. Mm. And, yes, yes. And I think it's, that song is very much, um, that's how I felt at the time. 
And Ooh, yeah. that's how I've felt in the times since Cracked. Uh, that song mm-hmm. really means something to me as a sort of a floor, like an emotional floor. Um, yeah. And I love the ending of it because the ending, all he's saying is it's all right. It's mm-hmm. all right. That's what that's what he's saying. And but you feel like when he says it, it's like this whole thing blossomed into something uh, so much more um, amazing and cathartic and beautiful than you expected this song to to lead to. Right. You know, right. Like, you, like you, you you expect the whole time when you're listening to it, this, this sort of dark, like brooding, angry energy. And then at the end, it's not angry. At the end, it's it's like it's like a butterfly's wings pop out behind the song. And it's just mm-hmm. so uh, transcendent. And I've like written scenes in my mind as I've listened to it. I've like it. It expresses a th- like it's a it's one of the purest expressions of hope that I've understood in music. Aww. Um, and I love it for that. And then so the other song is Reckoner, which is the seventh song, and it's the it's where the line in rainbows comes from, where the right. title comes from from that song, and. Um, <laughs> Very briefly, I had a boss at the court named Anna Ruth Gonzalez, who uh-huh. for the rest of my life, I'll never, ever forget her. She was uh, one of the best people I've ever met because she asked me, she was like, you know, what do you like? What's your goal in life? You know, mm-hmm. and there was a couple of people like this at the court. There was Mary who was threatening me with a knife as you and you remember her. And then there was right, Anna right. Ruth who was like who's like my age now and she was but she was my boss and she was like you know what do you want to do uh in the court and i said i don't want to be in the court i want to make movies and you know what she mm-hmm. did maggie you know what she did <laughs> what she what? made she forced me to make videos for the court that's what she did Whoa. she bought a camera she bought a camera and bought me editing software and had <gasps> me making videos for the court before i started at usc and one of them was a, a tutorial for how to get divorced, and uh, which is, is really stupid. And like I wrote this whole thing, and it's really bad. It's very bad. But um, mm-hmm. they kept it. It's still like you could find it if you went and looked for it. I'm not going to tell anybody where it is because I don't want people to f- see it. But like uh, I basically wrote this whole sort of like tutorial narrative thing and made this video and everybody came in on a Saturday because Anna Ruth paid him to while I made this video. And then I was like, Anna Ruth, do you mind if I do credits? And she was like, well, it's a tutorial. I don't know if we need credits. And I was like, please. And she said, okay. And I went out and I, and I took pictures of different people in the court, just, just people with their cases, people with their case numbers Right. Uh, people, people in like in a courtroom, people getting their papers signed, and I put uh, the names of the people who'd worked on the film over these images, and I played it to Reckoner, and uh, it felt like that's that's how I felt about the court. Wow. And, uh, yeah, and it's a very special, it's a Aww. very special song. I'll never forget it. Oh, Adam. Yeah, I, I love Reckoner. It's it's who I want to be. I love that yeah. song. It, it's who I want to be. So that's why I picked this oh. record. It's Hopefully beautiful. You guys Thank like you it. so much. 
Huh? Oh, of course. Uh, of course. I, you know, that's the that's the point of this podcast, is it not? <laughs> I mean, it is, um, but also, you know, when your friend shares something with you that's like, you know, it always it takes a certain that's... level of vulnerability. Sure. Sure. But, you know, uh we want it. Yeah, we do. People that's what we we want it, you know? Like that's half of what entertainment is about. Yeah. Entertainment's not I mean, about you now, argue- I've, now I've seen it. It's also about we saw it. You know, we were there. Right. Right. Uh, it may be very poetically something that, uh, you know, they explore it, when they pivot to different types of, you know, positivity. It's like, yeah, togetherness. Very much so. Very yeah. much so. Anyway, uh, thank you, Radiohead, for all the great years of uh, listening. And uh, if I was trapped in one record, this would be it. Aww. Yeah. So tell me about yours. Can we, do you mind? Can we move on to yours? Yeah, I feel like we've been on great. mine a long time. No, that's, okay. uh, yeah, we can. Um, okay, so I chose The Fool by Warpaint. Uh, I like that record, is- by the way. I know when you said you had it, I was like, whoa. And then when you sent me your, uh, like I said, I actually think we have very similar tastes in music uh, in a more broader sense. Um, uh, Yeah, so uh, I picked this song. This, I I love Warpaint. Um, I don't love them in a way like I love, you know, like Vampire Weekend or, you know, bands that like, you know, like... Uh, I don't love them in, in, in that way, but for this particular prompt, uh, the album that you could live in, uh, I often find that War Paint, um, they sing songs uh, in a way that are so interesting to me that I would love, that's kind of where I would probably live if I had to pick an album. Uh, it would be this one. Uh, for me, I think this song... Yeah, what is it about it that that feels yeah. like a a place to live to you? I think for me, so uh, a lot of the 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 songs or the way that the music sounds in the background is often at odds with either what they're singing or how they're singing. Um which is this like slightly off-putting space that actually I feel very at home in. Does this make sense? <laughs> so why it does because I that's exactly how I felt about the record when I listened to it again. Uh, yes, t- tell me because I think the record is sort of going two ways, it's going two ways at once. Like, there's a kind mm-hmm. of uh, there's a kind of not dark, but I would say sort of threatening. There's like a threatening undercurrent to it, yes, and yet yeah, it's sort of it's sort of washed in this uh, in this like dense sound uh that's like a little bit a little bit poppy a little bit atmospheric um Mm -hmm. so that it sort of disguises what it's about in some ways and yeah yeah. and i was like why does what is it do you feel like you're on the inside of this record like when you listen to it you're inside it yeah i feel like the way that i feel a lot of times is that like the world that I'm living in isn't exactly matching up with how I feel or like what I yeah. want to say. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or 
Yeah, or it's like, you know, the way, the thing that I want to say. Yeah, there's also, also like casting doubt on yourself or like, you know, being very internal. I think often I find myself in places where, you know, I feel two ways at once or like the world is one way and I feel a different way. Um, that's that a tough sense. experience. And would you say that, would you say that's like a normal like the normal way that you feel about the world or, or an occasional way? Uh, a little bit of both. A little bit of yeah. both. Um, there, there are large swaths of this record that, uh, like, I don't think I would have picked this record if uh, Baby wasn't on it because for me, that's a very, yes, that's a like, great record song. Yeah, it's very, like, grounding uh, and... Um, and like the things that I love, that's kind of how I feel about it. Not in like that like possessive way, but in a way that it's like I hold it so dear that, I, you know, I don't want anyone else to touch it or ruin it or, you know, like that type of thing. Um, so that was the first when I when I listened to it this time, that was the first time uh, that I that the record seemed to open up to me. Yeah. Yeah. Like. The rest of the time, it it felt very much like a, like it was hard to get into it, uh, mm. and not like mm-hmm. not like I didn't like it. It just like it was hard to to feel inside it for me, right? Um, right. And that song, baby, felt like, and now come on in, and it's like, ah, great, you know. <laughs> uh, and I really liked it, yeah, for that reason. I think that's also, I think, like, uh, you know, in a personal level. I think that's the way I operate a lot of times. Um, mm. You know, maybe not necessarily keeping people at a distance, but uh, uh, like distance is a way that I deal with a lot, of, you know, with like my like anxiety or things like stepping away from it uh, is often like what I do um, to, you know. So you would say you distance yourself from the moments that are sort of d- disjointed? Like that's yeah. your reaction to it? Yeah. Or like you like, sort of withdraw? Yeah, like a withdrawal. So I feel like for this record, yeah. it's them like responding to an outside world that doesn't exactly line up with what they're saying. So they withdraw. And then in songs like Baby, it's like a reopening of like, you know, assessing that and being like, is that maybe the best way to deal with things? Probably not. <laughs> right. But, but you don't, but I feel like this record is not. Like these people who are making this record are not at a point in their life where they're sort of wise, right? Like I don't, I don't like. Do you feel like there's wisdom in this record, or am I, or do I, am I being patronizing? I don't mean to be. Oh no, no, you're uh, not. All. You know what I mean? I think there is, but something to me about it, quite honestly, speaks very like feminine to me. If this makes sense, the definitely yeah, yes. When you were saying earlier, like there's an undercurrent of like like fear, or I would almost say like there's an undercurrent of violence that uh, yes, yes, absolutely. Undertow yeah. is very threatening. Yeah, yeah, very threatening. Uh, and co- like. Yeah, like, you know, it's, uh, that is a part of my, like, ever, you know, that is part of my experience of the world is this underlying, 
like untangible threat like oh you know the, the first song is put your arms down and you know it's like so, so uh, briefly yeah forgive me so are are you saying that the threat is that you are being threatened or that you are the threatener but i think both because you're you're being threatened but yeah. for you know to just take that absolutely not you know like war paint you know you're gonna shoot back like yes uh, yes yeah you like you don't really have a choice when like when the songs are being threatening the lyrics are often uh threatening back and kind of like a um in a challenging way which i think also is something that speaks to me a lot like uh even if you know things are off kilter not necessarily accepting it but doing everything in your power to to adjust the outcome <laughs> right yeah, right yeah yeah I, I, this is, this record, when I was listening to it, I felt very much like, uh, I felt like, boy, it would be nice to feel like these people trusted me enough to be vulnerable. Mm. Uh, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like, like, uh, and I don't, that's not judging. It's, it's that like, there's really smart, uh, there's really smart music and really smart ideas in this record. And... The, I like the sort of glaze of like you can't get to us of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think it's I think that your feelings that you're expressing very much match the record. It's like yeah, yeah. That's that that is how this record feels. And I I mean I didn't keep up with Warpaint, but I'm curious if they ever like cut loose. You know what I mean? Like did they ever like right, did they ever right. go and like remove the cocoon or is that kind of the deal? I don't know. That's that's the other thing. It's like I like I said, like I don't like them as much as I like other, you know, bands even really. Um, sure. But I mean, like since they, they've had one, two, three, I think they've had three albums since then. Uh, yeah. Uh, and I'd be curious, too, because I don't I haven't sat down and listened to any. They had one in 2016. Um so I don't know, but I wonder. Yeah, so, so it was really this, is this record like in some way, does it correspond to a moment in your life? Uh, you know what I mean? Does it have yeah, any of that power? I, yeah, I think I was, I was the most I was ever into them. Uh, and this particular album was in uh, college, um, which I think mm. also makes a lot of sense for a lot of the themes and feelings of the record. Sure, sure. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. Because yeah, I think that's all, you know, the first time, really being out on your own I think a lot of this spoke to me uh um both like being in a very harsh environment you know I went to I went going I graduated 30 kids in my class to going to like you know a super ritzy private college that like luckily I got a full ride scholarship to because of my uh like economic background but so I, you know, ended up going to school with a bunch of people that would just uh, had resources that I couldn't even dream of, really. Um, mm. uh, and just feeling like it was so hard to make a connection, I think. Not that I, I mean, I have my best friends are from college and I had a bunch of friends in college. But for, you know, the particular group I was in, you know, theater, it was filled with a lot of people that, you know, just come from super rich backgrounds and like you know I had to have you know I had work study and uh 
hardly anyone in the you know theater program had to work while they were in college. Um, so that's like a theme in your life. Yeah, yeah, for sure, yeah, for right? sure. It's like a like you you sort of dealing feeling outside of people with resources. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, basically. Okay. So, I, yeah, I think, and yeah, and like looking at the themes of the record, I think at that time, especially the like, you know, the world doesn't make sense. No, it's not fair that these, you know, that people are able to just do things that you can't do. But, you know, that doesn't mean that you shouldn't try, you know. Right. There's there's a real confidence in this record. Uh, it's it's a very confident record. Mm-hmm. Uh, even Even sort of like the even sort of the underplaying of things like, cause they, they don't milk things at all. Uh, quite the yeah. opposite. They underplay things a lot. Yeah. And I think there's something very confident about that, that I like, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's sort of like the opposite of the yeah, yeah, yes. They're like an inverted. Yeah, yeah, yes. Ooh, that's like, a good. Yeah. Instead of, yeah. Instead of being like so much flash and like, uh, so much, uh, expression these people are the are like you feel like that might be behind this but you're never gonna see it you're right, never gonna right. get to see that um i like i like that a lot uh i thought that was really interesting do you like bjork are you a bjork fan i know more about her than i know about her music uh and mean wilson's i joke she's in the movie Chappie, which is uh it's a very yeah. funny movie <laughs> We quote Chappie all the time well to done. each other. <laughs> well done. Yeah, uh, so. Thank you for thank you for recalling <laughs> that for me. So I I just wonder I, I like to set up I like to set up contrasts. It's like you know I I'm like addicted to the Hegelian dialectic. I'm sorry, uh, <laughs> but like I just kind of wonder if you I I wonder if like you would like Bjork because I feel like to me. I feel like Bjork is as far on the other end of the spectrum as you can be from Warpaint. Interesting. Um, and also also incredible. Right. Incredible. To, like, to me, Bjork is sort of like uh, a, a feminine version of Radiohead. Like, I right, think, like right. That's honestly what I... Yes. Well, and of course, they sang a song together that's incredible mm-hmm. uh, called I've Seen It All, which you would absolutely love. Uh, I, or maybe you wouldn't. I do. Uh, it's <laughs> fucking awesome. So, but anyway, I just kind of wonder if you'd like her because her music really still works. I think like, I feel like people can pop it on now and they're like, oh shit, this is pretty good. And it's not that dated. Right. Um, and she is like very much able to express anything she wants. She's very free in that. Yeah. Uh, so I kind of wonder if you'd like that. Probably. Well, I, I mean, I I like her as as a, as a as an entity upon her own. Uh, uh, right, should... she's a wonderful clown. Yeah, uh, she's so great. Yeah, oh wearing, my God, a, the... wearing a wearing a swan for a dinner <laughs> dress. You know, she's just the best. We should do a future episode after we've done a, a bunch of these where we. Um, Give each other a thing that we think would speak to the other person and find and see. I think we should be doing that just as part of every episode. Because it's like, right. uh, you know what I mean? Just because yeah. like, and, I mean, like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to follow up on it. I mean, the audience can if they want and see if we listen to any of it, but like, or watch any of it. But I like, right. Isn't that why you do yeah. media sharing? It's like, oh, you might like this. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, let me, let me be your Spotify girl. All right. 
Hell yeah. yeah. Anyway, I, I do think you'd like Bjork, and if you are willing to I'm give sure her a I shot, would. I'll give, I'll send you a record because she's hey, great. I, I'm willing to give anything a shot, anytime, anywhere, any place. <laughs> Who says I'm not? Give me that gun. Who says I'm not? Yeah, boom, 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 boom. <laughs> I, I, I feel like maybe I cut you off a little bit. Did you have more you wanted to say about the record? Uh, I'm trying to think. Um, no, I just think it's beautiful. I love their voices. Uh, I feel like they're my friends whispering to me, and I'm whispering back in the back of a classroom. Mm. Does this make sense? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it yeah. does feel very, yeah, it does feel conspiratorial that way. That's cute. Yeah. <laughs> I really like that idea. Do you like the Mars Volta? Are you a Mars Volta fan? Ooh, uh, I think I've only heard a couple other stuff, but I like it, yeah. So I think I read a little bit about Warpaint before this. I just read up on them a little bit because I didn't know much about the band. Right. So I think they might be kind of a Mars Volta type band in that like when they put on their shows, they like mm-hmm. really go for it, but you're not, but you're sort of watching them do it. Oh, like this is my not, favorite. Yeah, it's it's yeah. It, it, it's as far from a, a Rolling Stones concert as it can possibly be. Right, you know right. I mean, like where where it's like <laughs> we're not trying to get the audience to clap, just like fucking watch us. We are right, right, yeah, mes- mesmerizing. Uh-huh. Uh, I've heard that, so you maybe you need to check out one of their shows and see if they're still doing it. Hell yeah, that'd be great. We did it. We watched uh, or we saw Vampire Weekend uh, before. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, and they, yeah, they played, they extended one of their songs from my last album uh, for like, it was like seven, seven to 10 minutes and it was just jaw dropping. They like, they were like slap, they went to like slasher metal for like a whole That's so good. beat. Uh, yeah. We should that's, see a concert see, that's together. That's really risky. That would be very fun. Uh, but we'd have to pick a band that we both just remember we're both a little older than we pretend to be so like concerts start to get uncomfortable you know like i yeah. like i went to coachella when i was uh, a couple years younger than you are now to see bjork actually oh wow. and uh, i went with my i went with my sister and it was the third time i'd been and it was i was like i will never be here again <laughs> i don't care who's gonna play this this is it for me my old body doesn't want to be poked by a thousand you know skinny elbows anymore Wow. I don't want to pay $10 for water in the desert, you maniacs <laughs> at Coachella. You monstrous yeah. goblins. I like, I've never yeah. been into Coachella's vibe. I uh, I volunteered for Lollapalooza for all four years when I was there you go. in Chicago. And that there you was, go. ugh. Mwah. That was probably great. It was Did great. Metallica ever play? No, not Metallica, but uh, I saw Jack White. Uh, there you go. That was. In I don't like, and I'm like, you know, they're fine. You know, I, I like their stuff, but him playing in person, I had never seen someone play an instrument like that, and it was. He's odd. amazing, yeah, yeah. He also threw a divorce party. I'm told that was uh, <gasps> like, like he and his wife threw a divorce That's party, cool. and it was, ex- it was cool. There was like invites Whoa. and everything, and they had like a funeral cake. It was, uh, ah! it looked pretty cool. <laughs> Yeah, just before we go, and I don't, because I feel like this kind of, this piece of information is not uh, the kind of nugget we need to hold on to and milk for another episode. Worst concert you ever went to? Worst one. Just name it really quick. Worst one. Oh, man. Well, probably it was uh, the Hush Sound when I was in high school because my friend Rachel, uh, before we got into the House of Blues, her flip-flop fell apart. So she (laughs) was... 
barefoot. Uh, you know, yeah. we're, in the, we're, we're there to see the hushdown. We're like basically excited. Uh, but yeah. the hushdown, none of them like interacted with the crowd. Uh, halfway through, we were that like, sucks. okay, the guitarist like clearly has germophobia or something because he keeps right. acting like he wants to be close, but then he'll like go, you know, like it was just so, so weird. And poor Rachel was like barefoot on the gross ground. Uh, and we were in high school, so then we had to drive back <laughs> to Michigan afterwards. That's a nightmare. Uh, <laughs> like any any kind of footwear problem at a concert, Ugh. that's a living hell. I, I totally feel for your friend Rachel, yeah. Uh, who the hell? Who the hell knows what liquids are floating around on that fucking ground? Oh, Nobody it knows. Was, uh, germ city. Well, I'm just, I'm, I'm just saying. Like, I can't believe you didn't yell at the guy. Like, dude, lay on us. Chicken. I mean, well, one of my friends like had a huge crush on him, and so she was crushed because like we even had right. like we were basically near the front row. It wasn't rowdy, like you know, they're chill right. music. So no, like, so it was weird. It was like no, no one's even like you know try. You know, it was just like all right, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, cool. Okay. I guess. Uh, I think they broke up the uh, year after that too. So. Oh, so there, that might be why he didn't want to get involved because he was yeah, just like yeah. over it already. Uh, mine is a tie, uh, which is a cheat, and I know it's a cheating answer. I don't care about game cheating. Ah, uh-huh. uh, it's a tie. The first one is the sounds. Uh, I want to say it's a Swedish band, the sounds, mm. and it's not because they I they were an opening act for on in a Coachella uh, that I was right. in the front row for. I waited all day in the front row, and guess who I was there to see? Maggie, take a wild guess who I was there to see. Uh, uh, Radiohead. That's correct. Opened wow. for by the Pixies. It was Whoa. amazing. Okay, I love the Pixies. Yeah, great show. Yeah. So the sounds were the opening band, and there were some assholes that were there for the sounds instead of the rest of the bands, oh, which is like, shit. who the fuck are you? Right. And they kept dancing to the they kept dancing to the sounds and swinging their elbows around like they were doing a hula hoop with their arms. And they elbowed what? my sister in the face. Yeah, they what? elbowed my sister in the face. And I, so I told, I tapped the leader on the shoulder. I was like, dude, enough with the arms. Right. right? I told, I like, like, I'm this guy, of course. Yeah. And he was <laughs> like, he was like, oh, cool. And then he did it again and he hit my other friend. And so I took him and I physically picked him up and I put him behind us. I was like, there you go. Like, and I wow. Us. And he oh was my like, God. and that was, and then his like wimpy friends followed him. Like, oh, I guess we're back here now. <laughs> I was like, I'm Whoa. like, dance all you want, just do it behind me. I've had it with you, right, uh, right. True, true story, true story. Uh, the actual worst performance I've ever seen. Uh-huh. Uh I'm sorry. I'm sorry to tell you. I'm very sorry to tell you. Was Animal Collective. Oh, uh, I, Animal I, Collective. Yeah, I could see that. I like them a lot. I love yeah. them. At, on uh, this was during their Meriwether Post Pavilion tour. Where, like so, I was like, "Play my girl." Okay, right. Of course, right. as every dope was, and they just played noise breaks for for like tens of minutes. Like they just played so much noise for so long. Wow. And like, and everybody, there was like a thick fog of weed, which <laughs> I don't. I'm not like against weed. That's fine. Right. I just I just don't want to have to get high to like your concert. Right. You know what right. I mean? Like like yeah. it should be good enough that if I'm sober, I enjoy it. It should be it. good. Yeah. You know? Uh music was not made by weed. Uh no. so like I you know what I mean? Like so like <laughs> yeah, don't yeah. make me do this, you dicks. Yeah. Uh 
so it ruined Animal Collective for me. I I, I really haven't gotten back to that band uh, in like about ten years. So maybe it's time, Maggie. Maybe it's time to open up the collective. Maybe it's uh, time. I mean, tome. Oh, I was also going to add. I did forget that I saw uh, Bob Dylan in concert with me my too. dear friend. Bad. He's out of terror. I mean, like, yeah, you know, yes. he's old, so it's okay. Yes. And, like, yes. part of me was like, I'm breathing the same air. So that's yes. pretty dope. And, like, I was just happy to be there, but did not sound was he great. Propped up, was he propped up at the piano? <laughs> yes. Yep. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's what he does now. Like, I went to see him in 2006. That's 15 years ago, for those of you who are counting nearly. And he was old then. And he was like, yeah. at, at the very end of the show, at the end of the <laughs> show, he was like, I guess I'll introduce the band. Seems like as good a time as any. And then he just names his band, and you're like, dude, what are you doing? (laughs) What are you doing, doing, Bob Dylan? Oh, my Uh, God. Yeah, sometime I'll tell you about the girl I took to that, because uh, that's a whole other story. uh, (gasps) Oh, can't wait. That's worth telling, Maggie. Worth telling. Yeah. So uh, have you anything else to add about uh, the, the record you've lived in? Have we have we lived in it enough today to, I, to your satisfaction? I think so. I think this was a great. Uh, I felt like we, you and I, both had two rooms in a gallery, and we were able to fill it with an album, uh, and we both got to visit each other's little gallery and got a little right. presentation. It's like, I loved I, it. Yeah, I saw how many of your fish you collected, and I saw your which <laughs> dinosaur parts you had. Oh, great! And, great, uh, great. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, for the audience. Uh, we are still looking to uh, build out a little bit of a way for you to support us, but we are going to be releasing a list of topics that you guys will be able to vote on for our uh-huh. third episode. So you guys will yeah. be able to select our third episode. Uh, we have approved many different topics, uh, mm-hmm. so we're going to release them to you. But then after you've selected the topics and we do it and you really like it, we may have more ways for you to interact with this show. Bum, bum, uh, so bum, bum. keep your eyes peeled for that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Maggie, I'm so glad you're on my quarantine. I'm so you know? glad you're a part of, I'm so glad you're a part of my, my quarantine as well. <laughs> tell, uh, tell Will I love him. And, I will. And uh, th- it's such a pleasure to hear your voice. And uh, I'm looking forward to the next time we get together and Hell talk about whatever yeah. the fans tell us to do yeah okay wish them all goodbye all right bye guys thanks for tuning in this has been a small beans endeavor we're a bunch of pals who make podcasts sketches music web series and movies the beans always have new ideas percolating so make sure to check us out at patreon.com slash small beans that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com forward slash small beans where you can browse all of our current and past content, see what we've got planned in the future, and learn how your support can help the small beans grow into huge, giant monster beans. If you enjoyed this content module, please like, rate, subscribe, or tell a friend about us. We love you! <laughs>